Blog Talk Radio. This is a special presentation of the Cray Sports and News Network. www.ksnonlinehome.com Coming up next on the Cray Sports and News Network, sponsored by Blog Talk Radio, is the Sports Docket with your host, Aceman and the Quads. A.K.A. Stephen Ackerman and Ethan Quasman. We cover the MLB, the NBA, and the NHL in an amazing, cool way. It's next on KSN Radio. We're talking Mets baseball, Yankees baseball, the Stanley Cup, and the NBA playoffs next. With Ace Man and the Quad, the Sports Docket coming up next. Tennyson Radio, keep it real, yo. Oh, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Quad. Um, just the Quad so far tonight. Um, if you would have heard Aceman already speaking, it was him alongside. But currently, it's only me on the air. Um, and it's weird nowadays with all the media you got that I can actually be simulcast, simulcasting live on the air at the same time. At the same time that um. At the same time that the Mets and the Yankees are both playing. Uh, the Mets tonight playing at home versus the Giants. Uh, the stud, Tim Lincoln, making the start for the Giants. 2-0 with a 3.08 ER earned run average. And also, uh, Oliver Perez going for the Amazons, 6-3 uh, with a superb ERA. He's going for his seventh win of the year. He actually leads the Mets in wins. Uh, when John Mayne is tied with him, uh, also has six wins. But... Um, yeah, we're, we're going to have a great... Well, the story is we were supposed to have an hour show tonight. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Blog Talk Radio doesn't have enough, str- doesn't have enough streams um, to, for us to have that time slot. So it'll be a half-hour show. So we were supposed to have a guest on from yanksblog.com, Shamus Malloy, at 7.30. Instead, he'll join us 15 minutes earlier at 7.15. Seamus Malloy... Yanksblog.com. He'll be joining us in a little bit to talk about the website as well as as well as the Yankee struggles this season. And we, we and last night another loss. This time to the Toronto Blue Jays. But I'm not. I don't want to get under the skin. I don't want to go below the belt with the Yankees because it's it's already it's too much already to take. I mean the struggles, of course are escalating to a point now where you have no-namers like McGowan last night throwing seven unbelievable innings, seven brilliant innings, five hits. Only The Yankees only had five hits in the game. And, of course, uh, um, not such a great start for Matt Del Salvo. And the Yankees uh, lost that one. Right now, it's just the Yankees are either not coming through in the clutch or... Or pitch, or these no-name pitchers are going out there, and 
and just uh, and just throwing zeros. And of course, um, Joe Torre met with the players before the game, but that didn't help because they still did, were lifeless in last night's game. And something right now that this team has hasn't gone through in years. This team has not gone through this in a long time. And so what we're going to see what's going to happen with that. But um, uh, if you remember in uh, June 2005, the Yankees were two games under 500, um, 29-31. But th- they haven't been this bad this late in the season um, since 95, when they are 1.16 games uh, behind the Red Sox. And of course, they either won the wild card, lost the Orioles, in the playoff round, was only four years old then, so of course I don't remember much from that season. But um, the Yankees are in the basement on top of the Devil Rays, and I don't know. I, don't, I think the Yankees tonight they got to get inspired. Andy Pettit's on the mound. He's um, he's had most of his starts. Uh, obviously, starting against the Mets wasn't too great, but most of his starts by the year he should he should be getting wins, and he hasn't gotten the win yet for the Yankees. So we'll see tonight. Uh, Andy Pettit. It's going, I believe. Um, I, believe it's Andy. I want to make, just make sure. I believe it's Andy Pettit. Yeah, it's Pettit. Pettit tonight going against the Yankees. And, um, well, Pettit obviously has a phenomenal record for the Yankees, for the Bronx Bombers. After a loss, he's 65-29. and 29. That's taken much better than that. Um, and he'll be going tonight for the Yankees versus... Versus the Blue Jays and the Yankees, of course, they need to f- figure out how to win this series. I heard a caller on WFAN said um, it must have been it must have been uh, a few days ago. He said that if the Yankees lose a series to the Blue Jays, he's giving up on them. Well, he can't give up on them yet. Obviously, it's not nearly June yet, but it's it's definitely painful for a Yankee fan right now. It's a lot of hardship, a lot of struggle. It's been seven years, you know. We'll see what happens. Um, the, the Yankees, Bobby Abreu has got to get his bat going. Uh, the team is... Um, A-Rod's been... been great for the Yankees this year, but he's not getting a lot of support in that lineup. Giambi's coming through once in a while. I mean, the Yankees really... they got to start getting going. And um, a quote from Encavage yesterday, a very good quote, I think says, we're fighting, we're fighting the other team, we're fighting ourselves. we just got to keep believing it's going to turn. And that's really what, that's, he sums up right there. The Yankees just got to keep believing it's got to turn because it can't get much worse than it has right now. It just can't get worse for the Yankees right now. And they're 13 and a half back. Let's switch gears to the Mets a bit. Uh, obviously, the, right now, the, um, because of this Yankee soap opera, the Mets, of course, are not, really front and center at the moment. But the Mets tonight um, bring the the Bonds uh, soap opera comes to Shea Stadium. If Barry Bonds hits nine home runs in the series, three in each game, he'll have the record. The odds that happening are very slim, of course. But uh, but the Mets, um, we take on the Giants this weekend, and they get a look at the stud tonight, Tim Lunkham, who the Giants have very high hopes in. Uh, I'll give you an update on that game. Currently... See what happens. Loading my game day here. Currently, the Mets 
Currently, the game is still in warm-up session. That's nice. Oh, yes, the game starts, yeah, two minutes. So, obviously, it hasn't underway yet. But the Mets um, on MLB.com, they got four players leading in standings in the NL All-Star battling, and balancing. You got Paul LaDuca, the catcher. You got Jose Reyes at short. You got, um, who else is leading? Carlos Beltran, of course, is number one outfield, and David Wright at third base. Sean Green and Morris Lou are also in the top uh, 12 in, in, um, for outfielders. Valentin's actually was ranked fifth. So the Mets in every position have been dominating. Of course, the Mets are the best team right now, 32-17 in the National League, so we'll see how that works out. Clemens had a great start yesterday for Scranton, six scoreless innings. So it looks like he's finally ready to go. Finally, the $28 million pitcher, $20 million ace, is coming back to the Bronx. And, well, he will have another tune-up. I don't know what's taking so long. Oh, no, it's the final tune-up. My bad. So, finally, Rocket is coming to the Yankees. Uh, we got a... We got an IM from G-Men, 10 Um... He also has a sports show on Blog Talk Radio, Sports Heaven with Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan. They do a show every Sunday night. This week was Monday night because Memorial Day. Um, he says, "Well, the Mets have a huge fan base. It has n- nothing to do with stats." Well, um, the Mets have a huge fan base because uh, some people think following the Yankees is tedious uh, because they were so good for so many years, and they want to follow a team that. Um, maybe a little younger and maybe a little youthful. I don't know. That's a good point there, obviously. Uh, well, the Mets obviously uh, do have very good stats this season. Um, you're welcome, uh, G-Men. Okay. All right, yeah, the Mets obviously do have uh, very good stats this year. The Giants have put a run across in the first inning. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Is that right? I don't know. The game they said Giants just scored in the first. Yes, they have they. I believe they. No, wait. Is that or is that the? Is that? I don't know. I'm confused here. Sure. Yeah, the Giants have scored in the first inning. I think a home run by Randy Wynn. Yeah, it was home run by Randy Wynn. One nothing Giants. So the Mets already trailing in this ball game. Randy Wynn with a solo. Oh, no, not Randy Wynn. Is there any Wynn? Or, hmm. or, or is it Craig? Oh, no, it was Franzen. Yeah, it was Kevin Franzen, the uh, second baseman, uh, the young kid, the young second baseman. Not really a kid. Oh, yeah, he's a kid. He's at 25. So, yeah, home run for Franzen, and the Giants have a one nothing lead on the Mets. The Mets trailing by one run in the first inning to the Giants. Okay. No problem. Mets will come back and win. Uh, let's see what's the Yankee-Toronto game. Yankees right now playing in Toronto. Canada, Damon has doubled. Oh, Damon walked. Damon walked, yeah. My bad. Damon walked, and then, and then he advanced on Jared Jeter bunting. So Jeter trying to ignite the offense with a sacrifice bunt. Damon goes to second. The Yankees have runner at second. With nobody, with one man out, and Matsui at the plate hitting third tonight, and Breo hitting seventh. So obviously a statement there by Tori, maybe putting Breo in the bottom of the lineup gives less pressure to Bobby Breo. 
Well, he can't really hit much higher anyway because he got Posada and Giambi in front of him. But we'll see what happens with that. Abreu hitting seventh night for the Yankees. He's he's had a rough year, very rough year for Abreu so far. Not only at the plate but in the field. So we'll see what happens with Bobby Abreu. We're gonna have a guest on. Uh, we have a caller, a five one six number. Um, tell us your name, where you're from. You're on the sports docket with Quasman at the moment. Hello. Yeah, this is uh, Mark from Sports Time with Mark and Evan. I figured I'd uh, call in. Oh, thanks for com- thanks for coming on, Mark. Great show yourself. Thanks. Uh, I like your show too. Um, I just heard you talking about Roger Clemens before, and the Yankees decided that they're not. He's he's ready for the major leagues, but they don't want him to start against the Red Sox. Do you think that that's a good decision by the Yankees? Yes, I think it's a great decision by the Yankees not to start him against the Red Sox because obviously uh, it's going to create. Uh, a lot of tension because the Red Sox thought they were going to sign him and bring him back. And, and just start him against a team that the Yankees know are going to win so that he can ride some momentum for them. And uh, I, think, I think it's a great decision not to start against the Red Sox. All right. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. And good luck with your show. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. That's uh, Mark Brandoff from uh, – oh, no, no. I don't know. That's Mark from uh, Mark and Evan Sports Heaven Show on Blog Talk Radio, sharing some comments about Roger Clemens. Yeah, I heard he was going to start against the Red Sox. I think that's a good decision not to, not to start him against the Red Sox. Um, you know, start, start, him against a, start him against another team. Don't start him, don't, especially in Fenway Park. You know, uh, obviously the Red Sox fans' tension is going to be high. Their, their lead is already bloated to a baker's dozen t- plus to half. Let's see what we got here. We have a um, IM from iFroggyNet. He's uh, a.k.a. Patrick O'Keefe of YankeesBlog.com. I just want to share some inside Yankee stuff with us. The Yankees have Chinming Wong, Andy Pettit, and Mike Mussina, a.k.a. The Moose, lined up to start against the Boston Red Sox. So obviously they went into the thinking there. You wanted three guys who already pitched against the Red Sox this season, starting against Boston. So, yeah. So Clement is not going to start against Boston. So that's a, good, that's a good move by the Yankees there, not to pitch him in Boston. We hope to have about 7-14 now, so we'll see if we can get on Seamus Malloy. We just want to go by the name of Seamus. He writes for YankeesBlog.com. YanksBlog.com, excuse me, YanksBlog.com. Hope to have him on sometime in the next 60 seconds, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, if I can just... Yanksblog.com. Yes, it is Yanksblog.com. Uh, Y-A-N-K-S-B-L-O-G.com. That's it. Yep. Okay. We'll wait for him to come on the hour. We're going to talk about a little bit about the Utah Jazz. Uh, our face elimination. I was rooting for them in that series. I thought they would have the guns to go. But now we have a caller. It's a 61 number. I'm pretty sure this is uh, Patch, this is um, Seamus Malloy of YanksBlog.com. Seamus, thanks for coming on our show. All right, thanks for having me. Okay, um, before we get to the Yankee struggles, I just want uh, you to tell us um, how YanksBlog started. I think it's an awesome website. Uh, well, thanks, I appreciate that. Um, we started in May of uh, 2005. Uh, out of the five staff members, uh, Patrick, David, and myself are, were original members, and uh, Jason and James joined us later on. 
basically, uh, Patrick, who's the uh, pretty much the head honcho of this site, <laughs> uh, he decided that he wanted to have a, a blog dedicated to the Yankees. Uh, uh, maybe, I don't know, months, you know, a few months before we started it, and uh, he asked me if I wanted to join along with the others. I was, you know, I was up for it. I actually met Patrick on a message board, <laughs> uh, sportsforums.net, and uh, he befriended me, and we were always talking about, you know, baseball, the Yankees, whatever. Um, I have a, uh, okay, let's start with the Yankees pitching. Um, yesterday they pitched a Matt DeSalvo. Are they pitching guys um, straight out of the minor leagues because they have no one else to pitch? Or is, it, is this their best option right now, pitching guys out of the minor leagues rather than finding some major leaguers to come up and make starts for them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, that's all they can really do. Uh, good thing the Rockets coming back. He's going to be here yeah, Monday. Yankees, Yankees, but uh, even if Clemens comes back, uh, if he wins a couple of starts, it's still not going to. The Yankees are in such a big hole right now that even Roger Clemens coming back, there's not going to really. They need a massive winning streak right now. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, thing is, you know, we have a lot of, you know, these rookie starters, and some of them have been all right. DeSalvo's had a couple good starts. He's been shaking in a few others. I think uh, by far the best Yankee star- uh, starter has been Tyler Clipper. I mean, he totally he blew the Mets away in his first start. Yeah, that brings me to another thing. Uh, uh, Clipper, his second start against the Angels, which I think was Friday, they took him out after four innings. I thought he did a pretty good job. I don't know why they took him out so early. I know he didn't have, you know, his best stuff, but considering the lineup they were facing, he only had given up three runs in four innings. They were down by a run. I didn't think they had to yank him and then throw in another rookie to, you know, quote, stop yeah, yeah. leading. Uh, what's going on with Bobby Brown? He's, uh, he, he looks he looks dazed in the outfield. He looks dazed at the plate, and right now he's, He's just swinging at everything. What's what's wrong with his mechanics right now? Uh, well, him, it looks like he's just having one of those seasons. Uh, yeah. I kind of feel bad for him because of uh, the option for next year. But, uh, yeah, he's just not, just not with it, not swinging the bat well. He actually was off to a pretty good start the first couple weeks, and then he just yeah, fell off the map. just fell off the map. Yeah, um, I don't think the Yankees are regretting the, the trade they made to get him um, from the Phillies, but... It, it's still um, Brayo need needs to come through for this team right now. Yeah, he's having. It's like I said, it's one of those years. I mean, even with even in the field, he's not you know, not that he was really a Gold Glover to begin with, but he's not played really to his potential. Yeah. Even this year. And uh, I I think um, obviously Jeter has said a lot of comments about the Yankees' woes right now. I, he said something in the. He said something. Uh, that about people being annoyed, how the Yankees have been struggling, and I think it has to be Gia that has to speak up for this team right now and and just uh, enlighten them to to get better. Yeah, a lot of that also, uh, you know, motivation too. Uh, the team looks very demoralized. Yeah. They, you know, they have that look on their face. You look in the dugout yeah, every time. Just... You know, a pitcher. You see a uh, DeSalvo or. Valone or whoever was walking batters yesterday, and then they showed Joe Torre in the dugout shaking his head, you know. Yeah. I think Johnny Damon has to have more games like he had against the first game against the Red Sox in that series where he just, I think, went three for four, stole a couple of bases. He's, he got the offense going. They need to have uh, the top of the order come through. 
Yeah, I think with Damon, uh, I think the best thing for him is just maybe uh, sit out a couple weeks, maybe, you know, put him on the DL because he's trying to play hurt. And yeah. He's, you know, he's trying to be tough or whatever. He's trying to be a winner. But, I mean, it's a long season. You play pretty much every day, and it's only going to get worse and worse throughout. So I think maybe it's best for him to you probably. Know, a lot of people are complaining about the Yankees' bullpen, uh, Ron Verlone, Greg Myers, the whole thing. But, uh I mean, the real fact of the matter is, is that the Yankees aren't giving their bullpen much runs to work with, and most of the time they're coming in trailing. So the bullpen, I think, is doing their best just to keep the Yankees close in games right now. Yeah, um, you know, first month of the season, it was a different story. It was all about the pitching. Uh, yeah. Starting pitching was awful. They weren't given innings. Nobody was going five innings. Egala was, was terrible. Egala. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I was not a fan of that, you know, the signing in the first place. You know, twenty-five million just for the right. He, he's on the DL right guy now. Or, uh, yeah, the, excuse me. Yeah, a guy was on DL right now. Uh, uh, yeah, he was supposed to be pitching uh, in Scranton soon or something. I don't. Everybody's know. in Scranton right now. Yeah, everybody. You know, the guys that are supposed to be in Scranton are up here right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and of of course, I, I made a comment about that. Uh, the Yankees aren't the RBI men aren't coming through as well. I mean, they're not coming through in the clutch either, right? At this, at this moment in time. Yeah, it's a funny thing because uh, A Rod uh, lost his lead in the RBI yeah, in the American his... League, and the thing yeah. is though, who is he going to drive in? Because I mean, Jeter's yeah. hitting, and Matsui's been a little hotter the past couple of weeks, but before then, you know, he's had pretty much one guy to get on base to drive in. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um. And, uh, of course, right now, people mention, you know, t- saying the Yankees might get the wild card. But, he, but first, they've they got to get to 500 if they're th- even thinking about the wild card. They have to get to 500. Yeah, and the funny thing about that is they're seven games under, so you can't even really think about 500 today because it's not like you can get there tomorrow. You've got to think of one game at a time. They're, they're so far behind. I mean, people are talking about the wild card. But uh, you can't be worrying about what Detroit's doing, what Cleveland's doing, what yep. Seattle's doing, because everybody's ahead of them. There's only two teams in the American League right now with a worse record than the Yankees. They just got to get hot and play their own game. Right now, um, in the uh, game, uh, Alexa Rio single. He's at second base with one out in the bottom of the first inning, Pat on the mound, pitching to Vernon Wells. So hopefully he'll get through the, fir- the first inning. Um, uh you think, um, obviously, Pettit said, Pettit said that when Clemens comes... Oh, we have a comment from uh, your buddy at uh, yanksblog.com. Patrick O'Keefe says, Egal was demoted, but he's not injured. Oh, yeah, I think I think he wasn't... I don't think he was hurt. I think he just was demoted. Yeah, they demoted him. They sent him down to Tampa for a few starts. He got a little better. and. Uh... Well, I think... Didn't Clippard come up in his uh, place? I believe Clippard came up. I'm not sure who came up in Egal's place. But we'll see what happens. Um, in, in terms of who's going to get hooked if uh, if this continues, and uh, um, the people think that um, most people are obviously saying Brian Cashman is on the hook, and Brian Cashman has said himself that um, he's to blame. So I think it's right. It's rightful that they're blaming uh, Cashman's taking all the blame. I mean, I mean, I don't know. You can't. I don't think you could really put it on Cashman too much because. Yeah. Last season, they had pretty much the same players, and they finished with the best record in baseball in the regular mm-hmm. season. So, I mean, 
all he can do is put the guys out there, and all Joe Torre can do is send you know his best guys out on the field, which he sometimes does or doesn't do. But uh, okay, um, I just want to tell our listeners want to call in and, and any comments on the Yankees you want to ask Seamus anything about the Yankees, you can call in at one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six. Four seven eight five one one eight, or you can aim me during the show at Quaster O six K W A S S T E R O six. Right now we don't have any calls on for you, but um, so you said that the Yankees blog uh, started in two thousand and five. So of course uh, you guys have have lived through some uh, collapses on your uh, um, of the Yankees on your website. You, of course, uh, was your site was your site made the site was made after the uh, 2004 debacle, uh, but um, of course you lived through uh, the Yankees the last two years have um, gone out early in the playoffs, so I'm sure those stories are big on your website uh, the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, the last two years <laughs> in a row, before you know the division series, I would make my predictions on... Uh, you probably you know, I had the Yankees both times. I had the Yankees sweep in Detroit last year. And yeah. They laid an egg, so what are, what's going to happen when people read it this time and I pick the Yankees? Yeah. I'm just going to have to let it speak for itself. Okay, um, I don't think I have any callers on right now, but uh, um, I just want to um, thank you for coming on the show. And, All right. Um, uh, our listeners can check out yanksblog.com. Great stuff on that website. Thank you very much. All right, All right. thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, no problem. Take care. You too. Okay, that was um, uh, Seamus Malloy uh, from yanksblog.com. He joined us talking about the creation of the website as well as as well as well uh, the Yankee struggles right now. Um, just so we have some time left in the show, people want to call in. Uh, I told you numbers are four. I have to run it down again for you. Uh, the numbers are 1-646-478-5118. One six four six four seven eight five one one eight. You call in, share comments on the Mets, the Yankees, uh, NBA players with Stanley Cup. I want to get to Stanley Cup first. Of course, uh, last night the Mighty Ducks, uh, t- two goals in the uh, two goals in the amazing comeback for the Ducks. Two goals in the third period, and route to a three to two victory yesterday. Uh, that was a big win for. Oh, of course, the big win the Stanley Cup, but uh, that was a nice comeback. Win. Ducks. Um, someone on the phone there. I don't know. What's the problem with the phone here? Um, yeah, the. Uh, we have a uh, another line. Oh, uh, hold on one sec. Uh, All right, hi, hi, I'm back, I'm back. I'm on the air. Um, can someone tell me if I'm on the air or not because I had a little problem with the phone? So give me an IM, tell us if I'm on the air. All right, anyway, okay, I'm back on here. 
yeah, so last night the Ducks with a nice win, a 3-2 to two, uh, victory. Jagir had an amazing game. He, of course, had a stunning goal um, off Ray Emery by Ryan Getzloff. Amazing goal last night. Travis Mullen scored the um, game winning. And you have guys on the Ducks who are in the big name. It's not Solani, it's not Nita Meyer. It's uh, guys like Moen and Getzloff coming through for the Ducks. 3-2 to two victory last night. So the Ducks, um, in Ottawa, Game 2 will be coming up, I think, on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday night. And right now, yeah, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., also on Versus. The thing is, me and Steven spoke about it. Uh, me and Ace Man, we spoke about this in our uh, last, uh, last show. Why is the NHL putting... Putting the Stanley Cup on Versus. All right, if you're an NHL diehard fan, uh, you're going to have Versus. But just for the casual you know, fan that just wants to watch the Stanley Cup, they're not going to have Versus. Why are they putting it on Versus? They should put every game on NBC. That's, that's just an asinine, asinine job by the NHL there. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just blasting them because I think it's ridiculous what, they, what they've done. And also, great game by Rob Niedermeyer last night. Shut down Ottawa's top line. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal last night. Uh, phenomenal job by Niedermeyer. Um, great defense by by his brother Scott, former Devil. Who I, I'm still not getting over him leaving New Jersey. But anyway, um, so we'll see what happens with the Stanley Cup. Uh, last night, um, great game from Mono Ginobili in the NBA as the uh, Spurs took game four. Four, and now they're only one game away from advancing the NBA Finals. We've only got one show left on the live. We'll probably stay on the archive. Um, we'll, and you can check out the rest of that stuff. We had um, Seamus Malloy of YanksBlog.com online with us. We should have another show tomorrow at, uh, I think right now it's at 5 or 6. I think it's at 5. We'll see what happens with that. But... Um, We'll check out our website, www.ksonlinehome.com, to update that a little bit more. But, yeah, um, that, let's check out the scoreboard for you. Uh, we're running out. Oh, yeah, our show is basically over on the air. But we'll check out the scoreboard. Hmm. Or I probably missed Yeah, currently the Giants lead the Mets 2 nothing in the second inning. I'll tune to that one. After the Blue Jays scored a run at the bottom of the first, up one nothing. They lead the Yankees in the second. Hopefully the Yankees come back on that one. Still plenty of time left in the game, of course, for the Yankees to come back. But we had a great show today. Um, getting, tomorrow we have an, an hour show, so hopefully we'll, we'll keep it, we'll get it more revved up. But, yeah, but thanks for joining us today. And... Um, In our days, well, I understand watch radio and no, not enough streams. No, it, it, it's 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 expected. Uh, you know, the sign on new. So, but hopefully, it's going to add more streams. That'll be that'll be pretty nice. We're going to end it off now on sports talk with Ace and the Check us out tomorrow at five. Crossman out, y'all. See you later. Yeah. <laughs>
you know, I think someone could, you know, probably put a set of cornrows up in my shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, she, <laughs> <gee>, woo. <laughs> you know, and on that note, you know, I'm going to have to probably tonight, you know, I'm going to have to go get the clippers out and shave her up and trim her up and stuff. Just, yeah, I mean, you know, hook her up a fade, girl. Hook yeah, her up. You know what? I mean, cause I'm the type of man where I, I trim myself up pretty regularly. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's like anything, the presentation, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I, mean, I haven't been doing no presentation a little late, so you, well, you know you I need had to let it go. You know, you know, I just had to let it go. Licious is, <laughs> is your buddy, right? <laughs> yes, uh, we are. We are buddies. Oh, uh, she'll give you the hookup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, what's going on? What's she gonna do? Loan me one of her toys? What's going on? <laughs> Oh no, no, no! I'm six. I'm about six feet tall. Huh? You know, if you want to call me a toy, so be it. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I mean, you tell D he don't want none of this. Uh, D. Is that right? Uh, Ooh, I enjoy a challenge. I'm thinking. Yeah, it would be a challenge. I would say that she she's off the chain. Okay. She, she's one that if it ever went down, I I might. Mm, that would be a good pay per view bet. Uh, I would. I might have to go with the Q though. What? I'm. I'm. You. I love you, and and you know. I. I, I think that you just out off the hook. Off the. She's. She on some old. Next, she ain't on some old Jane shit. You. Jane called in earlier. <laughs> yeah. I, I. I don't do no. I, did you hear Jane? Oh. Yeah. Jane, I love Jane. Jane uh, is awesome. Jane is my girl. That's my girl. And you know, I. One of the things I like about Jane is Jane has um, um, somebody that we know. He says that um. Swagger is, uh, I guess, an ignorant way or an uh, urban way to um, express arrogance and overconfidence. And uh, mm. it's not, you no, know, swagger is not that, boo-boo. No. And you know I'm talking about you, Stoops. Yeah. Swagger about is about Stoops. someone who has confidence, who knows who they are, and um, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what it's not about arrogance. It's not about trying to be too much or doing too much. It's just being who you are and being confident, being comfortable in your own skin. I agree with and that. And not worrying about the next dude or the next broad. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Speaking Thank you of very swaggers, much. But, um, speaking of think, swaggers, he yes. has got he, – he, he rivals white boy swagger. If you talk to anybody that has ever been attracted to him or been his girlfriend or wife mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. – they will tell you that one of the first things that will attract attracted them to him is his swagger. This cat, even when he's pissed off, this cat swaggers across the room, and you kind of like you put your beef rib down. You know what I'm saying? Whatever hot link you got in your hands, some chips, whatever you're doing, he swaggers across the room, and you're just kind of like, uh, what's up with this cat? Now, if he makes me put some barbecue down, he got he would, swagger. He, that he will make you put your barbecue down. Because I'll wow. give a rib a blowjob like a penis, for real. Woo! <laughs> I love my barbecue. You know, I'm, I'm telling you. Barbecue. I thought you were about to say you love your blowjob. I'm like, man, <laughs> we are on the same page. Oh, speaking of blowjobs, are blowjobs, imp- are blowjobs important? Is it a deal breaker if a chick ain't hooking it up? I think you've had experience with that in the past. Uh, I will tell you this much. A blowjob will get you immediately removed from the whole situation. Well, a lack of blowjob. Will okay. get you immediately dismissed. What was uh, that song back in the day? Uh, Q, do you remember it? I think it was called "Getting Head." Mm-hmm. I was getting some right. This nigga came walking through the door one day, talking about <laughs> I ain't getting no. I said, "What? <laughs> Why are you changing the lyrics?" 
you know what? I really cared about that person, and that's why they didn't get, uh, you know, just completely removed. But yeah. uh, any other circumstance, they would have been gone. Hmm. So, see, see, I don't, and see, you know, I mean, I ain't trying to put my business out on front street, but, you know, cutism is about honesty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, um, you know, the partners that I, you know, like penetration-wise, mm-hmm. you know, it's a low number. Okay. Okay. But um, the partners that, um, and wait, let me put it this way. The partners who have penetrated me is a low number. Mm-hmm. The partners who've gotten a blowjob is almost a real low number, almost <laughs> non-existent. And, um, but the partners that have eaten me out, <laughs> those are in a double digit. <laughs> oh, double digit. Yeah. And I get it, and then I used to be like, okay, I'm done, thank you. Oh, no. My friends, oh, think I was gonna get my ass oh, no. my friends used to think I was going to get my ass beat. But I used to be like, spread them legs. I'd be like, look at their head. I'd be like, mm-hmm, this is good. Yep, yep. All right, baby, you done. You got to go. Or I got to go. But I never did. You know, they were all like, I think they were all kind of like stunned. Like, no, this bitch didn't. <laughs> but yes, I did. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, but even the guys that I didn't um, go there with, I mean, they was they they were still blowing up the number. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially no, the ones who went down and didn't get none. Now they, I mean, they can see me on the. Oh, I just slurped the soda on the radio. <laughs> I was wow. like, who is slurping soda? <laughs> who is slurping soda in my neighborhood? Unprofessional. That is unprofessional. <laughs> that is totally unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, but my point is, they will blow up the number. But you know, men like a challenge. That's why. Yeah, see, and that's exactly that's that's it. And they wanted to turn the tables, but the tables were never to be turned. Exactly. When they when they went there, they had a goal in mind, a goal set. They didn't achieve their goal, so you know what? It became competitive. So they're not they weren't going to give up on you because they thought, okay, when I do it again, maybe things would change. But you know what? You just told me, you know the 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 amount of people that you've actually allowed to went down on. It's mm-hmm. a very low number, so it was a lot of people that were unsuccessful. Oh yeah, there was a lot of. I mean, there was a lot of those. Those, those are those <laughs> who I went down on. That was about love. Oh no, you know, I I, I kind of take my time <laughs> and fill out the situation if we gonna go there or not. Because if we not, if I already know we're not going there, mm-hmm. then uh, I need to get my coat. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, so, I don't see. You know, and another thing is, you know, I'm the type of person that I'll date you. You know, I'll date you a little bit, but if the minute I don't see a future. Mm-hmm. Then I I got to go. Okay. I don't waste my time. Okay. Um, and you know, usually when you got your head between my legs, and I was like, he's so simple, he's got to go. Mm. So <laughs> I didn't see a future no more. It was e- you know, it was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. There's one guy in particular. I shall not use his name. Okay. But um, you know, he was on the illegal side of the law, mm-hmm. and we dated for a while. And very handsome, had it going on, but, you know, he was just on the illegal side of the law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a player, and he was a challenge, but I got him, and one night he went between my legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, because he was so sexy and because he had that swagger, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I cannot get caught up. I cannot get caught <laughs> up. I have to be able to stop him. And how do I stop him? Because he is it's out, is looking at me. And I'm on his lap, and I have to stop him. Mm-hmm. And I said, we cannot do this. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, no, I can't. You know, it's, it's, you know, we don't know each other. We've been dating for months. I was like, no, we don't know each other like that. You know, you know, we just can't go there. And, you know, I'm talking, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, God, I'm about to lose my cool point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said, oh, I got him. I got him because I'm one of about, I'm probably about one of five women. And I'm going to put myself at number three or number four. Mm. You know, so I'm low level. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, I'm yeah. low level in his, you know, his little, what we call it, his little harem of women. Right. Mm-hmm. And I say, so I know he's not really paying attention to details. So I said, we, we can't. And he was like, well, give me one good reason. I said, what's my last name? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And he, when I tell you, he had the look on his face like, What? Wow. I That's said, crazy. I said, I said, tell me it. I said, tell me it, and we can do this. We can do it however you want it. And he got this look on his face. He cocked his head. His eyes was blinking. They bulging out his head. He was like, I don't know it. And I said, see, you don't know me well enough to be doing all, digging all up in my gut. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to give it one of those old college try. I would have threw out about 15 last names, and hopefully one of them was it. Man. And uh, But I will tell you this, till this day, mm-hmm. well, I won't say till this day. I'll say two years ago, he saw me. And whenever he sees me, he does not just use my first name. He uses my first <laughs> and my last name. I'll never forget this was, this was two years ago that the last time, you know, we bumped into each other, right? Uh-huh. Well, this incident happened in in ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. To this day, he still knows the first and last name. Wow! Yeah, he traumatized the cat. Yeah, you did. Well, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I, you know, I just I've never been in that situation. It's I, an I've ugly been. situation to be in. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. That 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 uh, I've never been in that situation. Have you ever been in a situation where you were all up into it and everything was good and it was oh shit, it just feels so good and you screamed out the wrong name? Yes, I have. Bad situation. That is unprofessional. Yeah, that that uh. What happened? Uh, you know, just got caught up in the moment. And, you know, you're trying to say a little something to be a little sexier. You know, make the mood a little bit bit better than what it is and said the wrong name, and when I say everything compl- came to a complete and total stop, <laughs> it came to a complete stop. Next thing you know, uh, you know, I was inserting my car keys into the ignition, and I was uh, <laughs> pretty much gone. <laughs> it didn't work out in my favor. Yeah, that's a bad, that's unprofessional. Yeah, it was an accident. Uh, <laughs> one of those live and learn. That's you know one of those situations where you may, you know just like the last name, you make sure you don't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. And you, you, know, you only did it the one time. That one time. Mm-hmm. You know, what about you? Who me? Yeah. You ever heard uh, of that? Yeah. Bad luck. That's unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Mm. <laughs> he waited about two minutes. Oh, man. oh, oh. Waited about two minutes. And oh, he said, don't. He waited about two minutes because it was good, right? Because I was riding him. And he waited about two minutes. <laughs> and when I did it, I knew what I had did. I was like, God, 
Yeah, I hope he didn't hear that, right? <laughs> About ten minutes. I mean, two minutes left. Hey, Ty, what the hell you call me? I've been ducking. I'd have put my hands up, like in a in a boxer stance, just in case he got ready to take. He's like, what did you call me? And I said, oh, um, and at that time, oh, this is really bad. But at the time, you had when I'm having sex, I kind of lose my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I don't. You know, I couldn't tell you what one plus one. If it's good, I couldn't tell you what one plus one is. Okay. If you ask me, you know, if we in the midst of things and you ask my name, I might tell you, um, uh, uh, <laughs> give me a minute. Oh, no. You got to get my ID. I don't know. You got to check my ID. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's that good and that was that good. And so he said, what you call me? And I had to look at him like, what the hell is his name? <laughs> What is your name? <laughs> what is your name? I don't know it right now. Yeah. And he was my boyfriend. Oh, wow. moment, I was like, what the hell is his name? God damn. Wow. wow. You should have told him it was because it was so, I never forget unless it's good. So it was so good you made me forget your name and mine. Really? I just looked at him like blank. I was like, I called you something shit. <laughs> well, you I answered played it off. <laughs> I called you something. I mean, what's okay. the care what I called you? You know, so he stopped, right? He said, get off me. I was like, what do you care what I called you? I'm with you. You oh. know what I mean? I said, okay, you, have, you, have the, you have the penis. I have the pussy. Let's be very frank. If I wanted that other dick, whatever name I called, then I would be there with him. But I'm not. I'm here with you. I'm humping you. Mm. So what you going to do? You going to be, you going to be, you know, you going to be mad? You going to, you know, cut me short? What? Mm. Or are you going to, you know, handle your business? So you I don't know I'm what I did. I don't know why I did that. But it worked. It worked, but when I tell you, he worked me <laughs> over. Do you understand me? Oh, yeah. I As wanted... he should have. Oh, shit. As, As he should have. have. <laughs> like, he, man, you got He, you got, he put you got... it on you so tough that you would always remember. Man, <laughs> when you go mess with the next dude, you say his name now. I mean, he, I mean, he really, I mean, Ooh. he, whoo. I mean, a girl was tired. I, you know, my, you know, after that, I could barely walk. I was like, oh. And oh, uh, but I would well, never. Did you have to go to the hospital like, um, like old girl? No, no, it's not no eighty-five times uh, jumping me, out me, off t- of here. Let me tell Dee about it. I oh, heard of this cat, the A and R executive. Mm-hmm. And Doc Lickemlow. Doc Lickemlow. What up, Doc? Ooh. Um. And I said to him, you know, what is the what, what's your record? How many times in one session have you been able to make a woman come? And he said, you know, I don't want to tell you because you're not going to believe me. And I said, just you know, hit, hit me with it. What, what's the number? He said, eighty-five times in three hours. Wow. How do you feel about that, D? Uh, <laughs> uh you know what? I mean. People were different, you know. I, that's the only thing I can say. Say people are different. Some women are very orgasmic. You, you could go ahead and, you know, it doesn't take much, and, and for them to eighty five times in eighty five. Eighty five though. That's uh, I mean that dude ain't no, he's no joke. I mean, yeah. Okay, well let me ask you this because I mean I'm gonna keep it real. Okay, and I'm yeah I'm, I'm right I'm there with you. To, I'm gonna try to you know you know I love all the people who come to QGASM and they grant us interviews. I got mad love for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whether I personally like you, you know, if I, you know, I may not be willing to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you. 
Right. But I appreciate the love you have shown Qgasm. So mm. with that said, Doc Lickham Love, I love you. <laughs> but come 85 times in three hours. Three you could have said 85 times in three years. <laughs> so you could have said 85 times in three weeks. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But 85 times in three hours, that's just a little bit, that's just a little bit much to me. I feel like she would have been going to the hospital. You know what I mean? And, and if, and who, it, like I told you guys, I can barely remember my name when I'm having sex. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm so into it. You know, I, you know, I might even forget, you know, heck, you know, you know, I'm married, you know, um, at times I forgot my husband's name. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm married to the cat. Mm. So what I'm telling you is, how are you going to be in the right frame of mind to count 85 times? 85. And then he got he got kind of offended that people were not believing him. Mm. So he had the girl he did it to contact me so that she could tell me and everybody else that he's not lying, that she's the, I, he did it to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I counted it was 85. Mm-hmm. And I respect that all women are different, all men are different, and we individuals. I'm not saying it's impossible that he gave that woman 85 orgasms in three hours, but I'm telling you just from my personal experience, you know, you give me you give me one, and you haven't even given it to me yet. You on the verge of giving me one, I can barely tell you my name. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kwanda is on my birth certificate. <laughs> You know, just to make it clear to you, mm-hmm. but I have another name that most people who are close to me go by. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a three-letter word, and I forget that. Yeah. Three letters is my name. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? 85 times. It was, she supposedly needed medical intervention after the fact. Wow. She was, you know, her guts was broken or something. Like the What is guts broken? He broke her guts. What is broke? What is broken guts? I was not in the emergency <laughs> room, but her guts were broken. For real? <laughs> oh, you're gonna it. you're gonna like this one, D. Uh, remember punk ass Troy? Yeah, okay. I remember him. This cat, I interviewed him for the blog because he a regular he a regular cat, but you know mm-hmm. he has a gigantic dick. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be good to interview him. How you know the- Troy got a big dick? He sent me pictures. Oh, okay. I was just okay. I mean, no. I, I mean, no. He's never been that lucky. Okay. Um, but he told me that he beat the cat's record and that he made some girl come sixty times in an hour, one every minute. One every minute. One every minute. <laughs> oh my God! Then uh. Wait, but you have to think about it. If one every minute, he didn't do no foreplay. He just got up there. And <laughs> yeah. He just started putting in work. He just, started, he just started, he said he got a clock in front of him and he's like ready. ready. <laughs> yeah, come on now. That, that, yeah, who that's has ridiculous. a time? Who has a timer? Did he I guess you were one of those, you know, like those pornographic women who, um, you know, they have the clocks because they're trying to fuck, you know, the most people in a lot of time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The gangbang. You're not getting paid, and you're not one of them porn stars who do that. No. Mm-hmm. Who has a timer? He he got a stopwatch. Oh. I mean, how, how else would he know if he didn't have a stopwatch? I know this much. When I'm doing it, I'm not even concerned with that. I mean, you even I'm count? not trying to think about how many times I can make her come. And when she comes, she comes. But, I, you know, it, it, I'm still doing my thing. Do you, you even know? count? I mean, well, like if I, I was to, if I was to say how many, what's your record? If, I, if you had an hour, what, what's your record in an hour? To make a girl come. I, you know what? I could not tell you because I'm not even count. wrapped. I'm too busy doing what I'm doing. See? You know, I'm trying to, you know, 
I'm trying to do some things. We need some sound effects because that's a pause <laughs> we, we, right we, there. We need some sweet pop up. I hear the clapping back. Yeah. That, I, that just blew my mind. One yeah. every, every minute. No, that, that's, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that either. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. That's, you know. I mean, I believe 85 times in three hours before I believe one every minute in six but, minutes. I mean, is he actually keeping count? I mean, is he sitting there, like, you know, taking, sitting there, like, marking one, he two, said all the way to 85? Like he said he counted like that. Wow. He said wow. he counted like that. And I, I, and then, you know, when after that part of the interview was over, the cat was like, oh, so when are you going to let me come over? Never, nigga. Yeah. One every minute? Are you trying to kill me? Yeah. You trying to make me pass out so you can steal my big screen? What is that? <laughs> wow. You know what, Licious? <laughs> Licious. What? You about to get fired. Talking about that nigga want to steal your big screen. He was Freak. trying to. He I was can't even to... talk over that one. Okay, Girl, but wait. Oh, Doc, sit down. Doc Lickamlow even said it. He was like, when, when you going to let me roll through and help, you know, make you pop? And I said, make me what? <laughs> because remember he said he made, he went down on a couple of girls and they passed out? And then at the end of the interview, I said to him, if I gave you 20 minutes alone with me, what would you do? He said, try to make you pass out. Now, you know there's some people who have skills. Now, you know what? I was about to say that. Cause yeah, I'm, I, now, skills. what I will say mm-hmm. is I have put some women to sleep. Okay. I have tucked some women in for, for a good nightcap uh, I can, with I the can oral. accept that. I can I've done that. that. But my whole thing is this. You coming at me like, when you going to let me come over and make you pass out? I'm thinking you're trying to steal my shit. I'm thinking <laughs> you're trying to make me pass out, and I'm going to wake up. My big screen going to be gone. My dog's going to be gone. And I'm not going to know what happened. <laughs> There's an ulterior motive to you trying to make me pass out. Now, if you make me pass out, that's one thing. But if, you, if your whole goal is to make me pass out, I don't trust that. Yeah. No, I disagree with you. You know, that just might be, in his mind, his ultimate way of pleasing you. Okay, well. You know what I mean? Because if, you know, you, I mean, you know, I mean, like, oh, I'm about to put all my business out on the street. I really need to get off this radio show. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, as a, you know, a grown woman, i am be honest with you. Mm-hmm. A dick stroking me is like a, uh, um, a bedtime story. It's like a, um... You know, uh, lullaby. You're like really. You are a poetic bitch. You know what I mean? That was. Beautiful. I mean, I mean for real. It's uh, dick stroking me. It's just like that. I'm going to go to bed. Right. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Like a tranquilizer. I'm out. It's like, out. man, this. You know, they gonna be looking at me like, damn. You know, Q look good and all that, but that. But she's that bra. She snore like a bear. <laughs> What Q? Where is the most public place you've ever had sex? The oh oh ah! You want me to put my business out there like that? I, I said it. I mean, I said it. Okay, the most okay. This is wow. This goes way back. This go way back to who? This go back. Oh, I'm about to date myself. <laughs> well, oh God, this is 21 years ago. Okay, and uh, a park in a park. Mm-hmm. While people were at the park? Well, we didn't know people were at the park, but then I heard something, and I said, people, I said, I think somebody throwing rocks down on us. <laughs> and, you know, he was getting it, so he was like, he didn't care if people you were tripping. You, he, no, he was like, you tripping, ain't nobody here. <laughs> Everybody at school, you know what I mean? Mm. Ain't nobody here. We cut school, ain't nobody here. Well, he, I didn't cut school because I had graduated. Okay. But he was still a senior in high school. Okay. 
And uh, anyhow, he was like, there's nobody here. Most people are at school. Well, I didn't know at that time. But guess who was over, because it's like a, a park with, like, really large rock formations. Mm-hmm. And on top of the rock formation is my dumb-ass younger brother who don't cut his school, too. <laughs> <laughs> and his boys. And they don't rolled up in the, uh, uh, they don't rolled up on us at the park doing it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Wow. That is a bad look. Wow. Embarrassing. But I didn't know it until like maybe like a month later when he was mad at me. He goes, "That's why I saw you fucking Jack at the park." Oh, I was like, oh, Ooh. oh. Ooh. 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 bad. Right though, because he had had a, um, my brother had had a SD, um, um, an a STD. disease. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he had he was crying in the bathroom. He said, "Come here, come here." And so I went back. I said, "What the hell's wrong with you? Look at my dick." I was like, "Why would I want to look at your dick?" He was like, "What's wrong with it?" And it was all like sores and stuff on it. Ooh. So you know, I mean, yeah, he caught me in the park, but I didn't have no disease. Man, wow. you wasn't you wasn't. You know, that was like, there was no you know there was no pus. Ooh. And, you know, blood and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff going on with me. So That's when he said that, I was like, all right, scabby dick. Oh, oh, oh. So that about wow. shut that down. I ain't what, heard about it in 20 years. What about you, D? Where's the most public place you've ever had sex? Uh, Two spots. I've also had one in a park. But it was uh, a park filled with people. And uh, I just happened to maneuver her skirt in a certain direction and position my myself a certain way and... We did it, you know, mm. in this crowded park. Wow. And uh, another cool time I did it in a grocery store parking lot midday uh, as people ooh. walked by and saw me. And ooh. I'm thinking to myself, I, I'm thinking to my because where I parked at, I kind of tried, tried to park away from, you know, where everybody else was parking, but it got so crowded so fast mm. that other people were walking by. And I felt that, you know, I'm not about to stop. So <laughs> it's so time at the Apollo. I'm gonna finish this and let that be that. Now oral sex, I've had oral sex. I don't know if people are familiar with Santa Monica Pier mm-hmm. with all the rides. Well, beneath that, it, there's a bike path, and along this bike path, they have uh, concrete benches where people can can sit down at. You know, I guess to take a rest, or if you're walking down the path, you know, just to be able to sit down. And I just remember being with this extremely sexual woman that I was dating at the time, and mm-hmm. I stood up, and as I on top of the, the actual uh, chair or bench, and uh, so I was many feet a hot, a taller than her. She pulled my zipper down right there and gave me oral sex as people rolled by on their bikes. That's just some old gangster shit. That's what yeah. I want to see when I grow up. I was I was even shocked at that one, but I didn't stop her. <laughs> oh, so, um, Licious. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know how you talked about that parking lot, right? That was not me. It was not a grocery store parking oh, lot. Oh, no, that wasn't her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <It was> I'll <laughs> leave you alone, Licious, because I, I couldn't uh, take it there. <laughs> that was not me. Um, but, I mean, I'm not ashamed of what I did. That was my gangsterist. Woo. I would say that that uh, uh, is my gangster's move. Should I go there? I mean, please share with the. Uh, oh wow! Okay. I knew y'all uh, were trying to, to hold be... back on the audience. Is, uh, I do. I right. hold back on the audience. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead. Well, and audience, I uh, definitely know <laughs> quite well. I recall a situation one time where I had a, a a class that I was attending, and after the class, um. Would this be like college? 
uh, this would be like, uh, uh, I'm not going to say what class. <laughs> but it was a class. <laughs> oh, okay. But after class, I, you know, I did. I was shocked. It was some holiday, and uh, she showed up. Before then, we had made we had talked about a couple of things, and I, I said, you know, man, one of the sexiest things is, you know, women who wear dresses with no panties on. I mean, don't get me wrong. As long as they're clean and everything, everything is, is fine. And uh, sure enough, she shows up to my class with no panties on. And I'm like, wow, you know. As <laughs> soon as I felt along her hip area and noticed there was no panties, instantly I was like, get in your car, <laughs> you know, because you're coming with me. This nigga started grabbing shit and putting it in the car. So shit away. <laughs> we drove around like some teenagers. We found like this little uh, isolated spot off to the side. And, um, you know, we tried to do it on the hood, which was a little too hot at that time. So, you know, uh I wasn't the recipient of the, the hood burn. Of the, but, of the burning ass cheek. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, that didn't work. So we tried the trunk area, which was which which did work. Yeah. And uh, you know, we uh we had our little outdoor experience. Yeah. It outside was, uh, in the park. It wasn't a parking lot, this was not a grocery store parking lot. Yeah. This was this was uh But it was, was alongside a busy street though. Yeah. This was at a hospital parking yeah, lot hospital parking lot so uh you that know that was the dangerous thing i've done to date i would have to say i i don't remember if i had drinks before i went <laughs> to give me the, the the guts to do that but i just thought it was sexy you know i'm a little wraparound dress on and he kept looking at me like he was like there's something different about you i mean you're pretty all the time but i'm looking at you and it's just something different like what what's going on oh okay i mean i could show you better than i could tell you what's going on you know that type of move but I didn't think he was going to want to do it. I have to bust my own self out. I did not go over there with the intention to fuck on the hood of my car in the parking lot. <laughs> I went over there with the intentions to tease him like, I'm, I got balls enough to show up to your <laughs> school in a wraparound dress with no drawers on. And his reaction was, if you drive away, like, I think if I would have drove away, like, tried to run away, I would have got socked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have I been a patient in the hospital <laughs> that very evening. You're like, wow, you got me to this point. Oh, we gotta, we gotta finish this. Yeah. So, I, Licious does hold out, you know, hold back on the audience. Uh, I do have a little freak in me. Um, she just doesn't come out very often. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we've had our moments. <laughs> <laughs> so, had her. let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Yeah. What you don't know a woman, and you just see her. Mhm. What attracts you to her, honestly? Attracts me to a woman. Uh, I mean, if if I'm able to talk to her, I'm definitely the type of person that if it's a physical thing, I'm attracted to probably your eyes or your ass. <laughs> One of the two. Now, when I sit down and talk to a person, I really get into that person. I'm one of those type of people that will sit there and really listen to what you say. And if we have a good conversation, that could be the kicker for me. And I know, hey, this is the one. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm real easy as far as that's concerned. It's just, you know, if there's a connection there, then I roll with the connection. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jane asked you earlier, you know, like what are your, I mean, what are you, are you going to allow someone to tie you up? I've been tied up. Oh, you I've have? been tied up. Oh, yeah. I've been Tell tied up. Tell me about that experience. 
tell you about this experience. Well, uh, I've actually been tied up a few times, uh, and I'm for it because I just uh, I'm the type where I believe that sex could, uh, you know, you got to make sex fun. You got to, you know, it's something that you do on a regular basis. Because me, I mean, my sexual, my sex life, I, I have sex pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Like how and regularly? Like every day. <laughs> like, like how many times a day? Uh. Could be as many as three, could be as as low as one, mm-hmm. but okay. consistently every day. So, uh, I mean, it's got to be different. You know, you can't go into the same thing with the same routine, and you know, you got to make things a little different. You know, if uh, you know if that means you got to go get some handcuffs and do that kind of stuff, you know, I don't mind doing the handcuffs if that means. Let's go down to the uh, the sex shop, and if they have one of the sex booths over there, and you're watching a movie, and you decide to get freaky in the movie, do that. Mm-hmm. You just got to make it. What are we talking about here? I don't know anything about this. What sex booth? What is sex booth? Oh, 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 let me tell you about this place oh, in Pasadena. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how you go to sex shops, and they, and they have it where you can go watch movies, and the movie itself plays in a booth. Uh-huh. Now, the one I go to is actually downstairs. I mean, the, the all the rest of the actual uh, pornography shop is upstairs, mm-hmm. and then they have downstairs they have booths where you can go ahead and watch, you know, X-rated movies and whatnot. And it's, you know, it has a little sliding divider to show, you know, to, so you can have your own privacy. You know, and, and, you know, there's been times where when I was married, you know, it was nothing for me to go down there, you know, and... and and have, you know, a nice little memory with my ex-wife. So, so y'all too would go, let me get this right, because my mind had just been. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you done messed her whole brain up. You done messed my whole brain up, because I didn't know this is this. And I need, you know, when I get some knowledge, I just have to, like, whew. You oh, don't have yeah. to write an article about it. Why? So you got, yeah, I am. See? So you go into this um this movie, like a, uh, a sex shop, or it's, like, it's just like a regular sex shop where they have where they sell X-rated movies, they sell toys. Okay. But a lot of sex shops also have areas where you can go watch X-rated movies. Okay, so how much does a movie cost? A uh, movie could probably cost about a dollar, maybe two. A dollar or two? <laughs> yeah, I mean this you're, you're watching the movie people. there. Okay, so you take your honey, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So you guys saying, you know, we we gonna you know get a little kinky, gonna watch this porno together, right? Exactly. So you guys go in this booth. Now nobody can walk in on you. I mean, they all somebody do really can do. They can pull the screen. All they have to do is pull the divider back, mm-hmm. and they will be able to see you. But nobody's really gonna pull the divider. No, back. more than likely, no. Okay, so you in there in this little booth with the divider, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys are watching this. You get hot, she gets hot, and then you guys half at it. In a chair yeah, we, or what? Yeah, we 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 go at it too. You know, is it a this, chair or what? I'm sorry, does it what? Is, I mean, are there chairs? The floor? What? Yeah, there, there's with? there's actually a stool right there. So are you? What the man would do? What I did was I sat on the stool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I pulled my pants down to a certain point. I grabbed my wife. She straddled me, and we we did. <laughs> we were doing. We were making our own porno. They put in work, son. Yeah, you know, cleaned ourselves off. And, uh, you they know. got baby wipes in there? Uh, you no, know, you know, she kept them in her purse. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> oh, they come equipped with baby wipes? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, when you think about it, it would make, I mean, me, if I owned a store or whatever, I mean, and I had these little booths and stuff, I would, I mean, there would be some baby wipes, some kind yeah. of something to help people out. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, some, a, a lot of people don't actually go in there and do that. But there, well, there are signs up. There are signs up to say they don't want you having sex. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you gotta walk that fine line. You gotta just say, you know what? I'm gonna do this anyway. Right. And, you know, uh, right now, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really aroused, and so is she. And you know, we get caught up in the moment, and we take advantage of the opportunity, and that's what exactly what happened. You know, so it. I, I just believe in making sex fun. You know, and if that means tying me up. You know, and when you when you get tied up, that's when you. I mean, there's really nothing you can do. You have your erogenous areas that mm-hmm. you know just are really sensitive, and there's really nothing you can do but enjoy the moment. Okay, so, and it's so weird because I hear a lot, and I, you know, I mean, and this is no reflection upon you know UD. Mm-hmm. It's just opinion of mine. Okay. Um. It's funny because I think a couple of times I might have said, you know, sex should be enjoyable. I really hope I have never wrote that sex should be fun. Because in my mind, I don't think sex should ever be fun. I mean, this is just my this is my thing. Everybody else, you guys can, it can be the funnest thing in the world for you, and I'm, I'm happy for you. But just to me, when people say, oh, sex is fun, I was like, is sex fun? I mean, I enjoy sex. I, you know, I enjoy sex. You know, I enjoy the feeling I get, the sensation, but I would never call it fun. I've never, you know, got up or went to sleep and woke up and said, oh, that was fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've always you're been right. like, oh, that was good. You're, you're right in that sense. You, you know, maybe it was a poor choice, choice of wording, but, yeah, you have to make it enjoyable. I think right. that should be fun. I mean, I, I mean, think, it can't be I routine. That's, that's what I'm saying. You have yeah. to be able to be open-minded enough to be able to explore and do different things. I mean, because that's, I mean, especially if you're with your mate. I mean, if, if you have a consistent boyfriend and girlfriend or a, a husband and you do the same thing day after day after day after day, I mean, eventually it, it gets old and it's just really routine. You need to switch up the routine to be able to change things and then make it that much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, see, I think this is where my prude, you know, I you know you may not be aware, but I call myself the resident um, prude mm-hmm. and imbecile of uh, Q-Gaddle. Okay. And uh, one because I'm really ignorant when it comes to sex about a lot of sex things. You see, I'd never heard of the booth. You mm-hmm. know, I had no clue about that. And uh, I also call myself a prude because I really have boundaries. Mm-hmm. I really have limits. And there's just some things that. Men have asked me to do, and I've looked at him like, and I've looked at them or him, and I said, um, "Not a hooker." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I were a hooker, you you couldn't afford me. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? People have yeah. asked me to do things, and they did they didn't mean any offense by it. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. weren't trying to be degrading or disrespectful in any way, but I took it that way mm-hmm. because See, I'm that- a prude in a lot of ways. The okay. only thing that I'll, that I'll say I don't want a man to do to me is I don't want him coming in my face because that would make me feel like a hooker. If you're coming in on my face, that's that would make me feel like a hoe. Anything else? I really can't see anything else. That he well, peeing on me or crapping on me. That <laughs> I feel like I, I I hope I wouldn't have to say that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I hope I wouldn't have to make that clear. But stuff like that, 
Other you know, I had that, someone like, beg me to do that, right? What? Who what? I had someone beg me to do that. To pee on him? Yep. I'll wow. pee on you if we're in the shower together. No, nah, I wouldn't. I don't want you to pee on me, period. Oh, but I'm saying, if he asked me to, I'm not going to pee on you in the bedroom because then you're going to fuck up my sheets and my mattress, right? But if we're in the shower and you want me to pee on you, I'll pee on you. But then I'll, you ain't probably never going to hear from me again, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have been together for, I think, a little over a year. And mm. he was like, you know what I want you to do? And I think because I said, I got to go to the bathroom. He said, uh-uh, don't go. I want you to pee on me. Wow. <laughs> and I was like... Nah. You want some? Nah. You want some? Woo, you want some nasty old stuff? I said, what? Why would you want? You know, I'm looking at the, he was like, and he explained to me the sensation of warmth and and all that kind of stuff. And wow. I was like, wow, okay. I but I had to me. say, I have to tell you, I was in, you know, I was in love. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm looking at him, and I, I think I cocked my head a little bit to listen to his reasons for everything. And um, I'm so unprofessional, y'all. I'm chewing gum right now. But um, and it's good. Um, anyhow, <laughs> I um cocked my head a little bit because I was listening to him and I was trying to be understanding because I'm in love. And I'm thinking maybe I could. I mean, it's not like he's peeing on me. I'm peeing on him, right? Mhm. And I thought about it and I thought about it, and I just said, No, I can't. And you know why I said no, I can't. Why? Because my mind said, now, if he asks you this now, what is he going to ask you later? Mm-hmm. When is this going to stop? Right. And you don't even want to do this. Mm. So why do it? You know, right. why, you know, and that's one thing I, I am about, you know, I feel about partners, whether it be male or female. If your partner asks you to do something and you're just not comfortable with it, and, it's you know, we always want to please our lovers and all that kind of stuff, and we want to make sure that they enjoy themselves, if you are not comfortable with something that someone asks you to do, then don't do it. Right. Oh, I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, that's uh, never been anything I've asked. Uh, you know, I just I'm not into the urine thing. I, I've I've experienced squirters, and even that right there is a big turn off to me. See, uh, I know a lot of guys say that that you don't. What's what? Why are you saying this on my show? You did not just say what's a squirter. What is it though, for real? I take wow. back. I, said, I take back what I said earlier, D. I apologize for disrespecting you like that. Okay. If it ever went down between you and Q, I would have to take the L on Q and I would have to go with you. I can't you know what? Squirters are actually uh, uh, women where they have the ability. I guess when they actually have an orgasm, it or you know what? It might not even with, be with them having an orgasm, but they have the ability to have, like, a strong rush of fluid come out of their vagina. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. a rush of it, like, almost like you like in the pee. bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. I didn't know they were called squirters. Yeah, they call, them, mm-hmm. they, they call that squirting. Squirting, oh. squirters, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I've, I've experienced that on enough occasions, and I, I'm not into that either. <laughs> that's just messy. Yeah, very messy. Very messy. The first time I was extremely upset because <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Had had never ex- experienced that, and you know I have quite a few times after that. But you know that initial time was uh, I didn't welcome that at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of guys that I've talked to, not that I've talked to personally, but that I've spoken with, 
have said that they that they like squirters because it makes them feel like they they did that, like they accomplished something. Now, in that regard, I like that part. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really feel like it makes you feel like okay, I'm really doing my job. I know, you know, she can do all the faking she wants to, mm-hmm. but this right here is showing me that she's not faking. Okay, speaking of faking, mm-hmm. we just had an article by. Uh, Legend. Sexy ass legend. Mm-hmm. I was trying to yeah, come up with face. a word. I didn't forget his name. I was trying to come up with a word to dis- a descriptive word prior to giving his name. He's a sexy motherfucker, but he got really, really mad like at the ladies. Right? He wrote this whole article about how we're fucked up because we fake orgasms. How? And he was like, you know, it's insulting, and you know, to me as a man, and you know, like he like totally went flip mode squad. He was upset. Flip mode. Yeah, he was right, and so he was really upset about it. And so we were trying to explain to him that, you know, there's there's a reason why. Like, if I'm just fucking somebody, then I'm not gonna fake it. But yeah. if I'm with somebody that I'm in love with, and he's just not doing it, or I'm just not capable of letting him do it, I'm gonna fake it because I don't want him to feel like bad. Well, he was totally that was unacceptable to him. That's some all bullshit. You disrespecting him by faking, and how could you do that? And you're totally embarrassing him, and. Well, how's he? How am I embarrassing him if he don't know I'm faking it? So, what is your what is your take on the whole faking it situation? My my personal take mm-hmm. is is I, I could really care less if you're faking or not. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, to be you know, honest with you, I know I'm not faking. I, I've I've been with some women where I faked it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Don't get don't. Women shouldn't get the whole idea that they're the only one faking. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some guys that are fake too. Mm-hmm. You know, thank and, and you, thank fake, you, D. Huh? Thank you. It's true. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's some guys who just like, man, I am real. I'm in, I'm going through the act of this, but I am really disinterested in this right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it takes for them to be able to remove themselves from the situation. It's no problem for them to, you know, pull out, act like they're about to come, pull out, grab their stuff, and head straight to the bathroom. You'll never know. Yeah. A woman would never know. But I look at it, too, like, you know, unless you really mean anything to me, the objective is for me to come. You know, if I come, I did what I needed to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you, if you get you through the process, then great. Does he know, Stu? He does not know Stoops, but... Wow. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, when you think about it, that's, it, it, that's the main objective. Okay. You know, there's there's I... guys that who will sit there and do it for hours, and there's guys who women a dog out and say, ah, he's just a two-minute man. Well, you know what? He achieved his goal in two minutes. He did what he used to do. <laughs> right. And, You're right was... about that. But let me interject this. We do know, or at least you... I can say I knew. Knew what? The faking? Yeah, because I had um, the same one who asked for a golden shower. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's another reason why I think I was approved because he, I mean, he was really experienced. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, very experienced and very kinky, very freaky. And, and by all standards, I was approved. Okay. Because I had my boundaries and everything. But I will say this, that I think that over the year that we were together, I think he made a, I think he may have had an orgasm one time. Wow. Wow. And um and when we first started being intimate I wasn't how can I say it? You know, when he did his whole drama of, you know, the faking, the orgasm, mm-hmm. I thought it was real. And then I started, you know, 
you know, you get to know somebody more and more. And I was like, this this man is faking. <laughs> right? I picked mm-hmm. up on it. And I asked him, I said, you know, are you faking orgasms? He was like, um, no, you satisfy me. And I could tell he didn't look at me in the eyes. And I knew he was faking. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. Um, How did you feel about that? Well, it was, you know, I, I felt, you know, like, wow, what is wrong with me? Right. That this man, and, you know, and, you know, I haven't had many, so, you know, I'm thinking it's my inexperience. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I, wow. But come to find out, it was more like a, a medical condition he had. Okay. Um, He had, you know, um, without putting his business too much, he had like over 20 surgeries. Wow. And so um, there was a lot of reconstruction of his body. Wow. And it did affect that. So, I mean, I didn't take it personal, but I knew it. But he would always lie to me. Mm-hmm. And But one time I believe I did. But, yeah, he would always lie to me to try to, you know, not make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. See, it wouldn't make me feel bad if I knew he had a medical a medical condition, but and I always knew he had a medical condition, but I didn't know to the degree that it affected his body. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you're trying to put, you know, like six months into it, you're trying to put together like what is going on with him and why won't he admit that he's not having an orgasm? Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I came to a conclusion that it was most likely a combination of me being too prudish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then also his medical condition. Because I'm sure if I could do some of the things that, um, we have a very, very famous strip club out in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? You know anything about strip clubs, D? You know what, I don't, only in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that in a minute, Mexico strip club. Cause, oh, man. But, you know, there's a real favorite place out here. I can't think of what it's called. Cause some kind of brothers created it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the brothers ended up killing the other brother over it or whatever. But anyhow, he was used to them chicks. Mm-hmm. Them chicks could do all kinds of freaky okay. stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just didn't push his envelope enough. You know what? I mean, I, I'm going to be real with you and, and keep it telling how guys really are. You know, like uh, masturbation is a, is, a, is, a, uh, is a common thing, whether you're in a relationship or not, whether you're getting a lot of sex or not. Mm-hmm. And... When when guys have a tendency to masturbate a lot, then it takes it takes the woman that much more to uh, to bring them to orgasm because they uh, they get accustomed to having to please themselves. You know what I'm saying? Instead of uh, just the natural act of feeling a woman, they're so accustomed to doing things or feeling like feeling it, it, it. Oh God, it's so hard to explain. Uh, they're just so accustomed to having doing things the way they're, uh, they're normally accustomed to doing it, mm-hmm. that uh, if a woman, the way a woman feels just isn't going to get them to orgasm. It's just not going to happen, okay. you know. And it's, not, and, it, and it's not the woman. It's definitely him and how he has gotten used to his body feeling. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's the same thing with um, women who masturbate, especially if they do it a lot. Mm-hmm. They are used to feeling... A certain activity, a, a certain movement, a certain stroke, a certain, you know, toy or whatever. And if they don't have it that exact way, then it's that much harder to make them have an orgasm. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's very true. That's a very true thing. You know, so, 
you know, don't don't you didn't you shouldn't take it personal. Sometimes it just don't happen. You know, if he had to fake it, he looked out. You know, he was looking out for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's guys like me that you know I'm faking it because I'm clearly just not into this here. You know, <laughs> he said, "Then there's guys like I'm a nigga. I just don't give a shit." Yeah, you know, I, and, off I, me. <laughs> and, and I've told this before. You know, I've been in a situation where I just didn't enjoy it to the point where I stopped. Put oh, my clothes yeah. on and left. You yeah. Know? What yeah. was it? Explain to me what was it about that situation? And I mean, what was it that was so bad? You know what? What it came down to was, uh, uh, I had I used to deal with this person on a daily basis. This person had a nice body, and uh, just every time I seen her in her clothes, she just looked so good, and just I, you know, I was like, wow, I know just sex with her would be a certain way. Mentally, I programmed myself to thinking that being with her would be something that I remember for the remainder of my life. Okay, well, the situation actually presented itself. And the body that I've seen out of clothes was uh, not a nice image. You know, I didn't appreciate the artwork. (laughs) And from that point, you know, once I – so at that point, I was already – my mind was already just, like, let down. And as I began to, you know – engage into the sexual act it just was uh i just I, I just was not enjoying myself not at all and it just got to a point where i was like there's no need for me to even be here anymore i need to get up put my clothes on grab my keys and go and that's exactly what i did i mean you know I, it really wasn't no explanation given i just really just did not want to be in that situation anymore and that's what I did. So sometimes, you know, it's just, you know, it's just not a good situation for you. You know, like they say that that saying, all that glitter isn't gold. That was, mm-hmm. you know, what I saw uh, in the clothes, you know, was completely different what I, than what I've seen outside the clothes. So, And that's weird to me. Yeah. But that's another reason why I will not get a hubba hubba hiney. <laughs> Either you accept delicious with no ass cheeks and the dimple on the left one. Or you don't accept me at all. Yeah. Now, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I, I I really like people for just themselves. I mean, I don't care, big, small, little, tall, whatever the case is. But that was a situation that just did not, it just didn't sit well with me, and I just had to get out of there. Cute. Have you ever been somewhere, and you see a couple walk in, and you're looking at the girl, and you're looking at the dude, and you're like, how the fuck did she get him? Like that? Uh, not because she's ugly or, you know, most of the time because she's big. Because people think that big women have other fat boyfriends who are ugly or, or boyfriends who are ugly in general, right? Well, you know, I'm, you know, for those of, for the population that doesn't know that I'm African-American, mm-hmm. um, you know, culturally, I feel like um, we accept um, thicker women. We accept um, big women. um even obese women. Um, I mean, my my uncle was married to a woman who, you you know, anybody would consider obese. And he thought she was the most beautiful thing in the world. So growing up in that environment, um, there was always an exception. You know, there was all, we always accepted bigger women. Mm-hmm. And so, no, when I see a large sister or a large white woman or Asian woman, whatever color she is, 
Has anybody ever seen a uh, large Asian woman? Because I really haven't. I've never. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I was about to say, I take that back. Uh, yeah. But she's, I mean, she's Asian, but. Yeah, I, I've never seen one. But I just, I'm sorry, I'm off the subject. But I just was thinking about it. Have you ever seen one? Because I haven't. But anyhow. I can send you a picture if you want. Okay, we like, oh man, I got my business in the street. Yeah, you got business. I can send you. I can, if there's any kind of big, because D likes women in general, like mm-hmm. any kind of woman, mm-hmm. but he is he likes big women too. Okay. So a lot of times you'll see him like with places and stuff. Like his brothers give him a hard time, you know, because they be. I swear to God, every time he brings someone new around, he be like this. He'll come to me and his brothers and be like, um. I'm going to bring so-and-so over. Now, I just want you to know ahead of time. She big. She big. Okay, okay. And I really like her. You know what I'm saying? And to right. me, I'm like, whatever, you know, she's big, whatever. If she's an asshole, she's an asshole. I don't care. But to them, they're like, oh, nigga. They be all upset about it. Right. No, I just, you know, when I see large women with their mates and um, I just think, I don't think anything. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, it's just like if I see a um, black man um, with a white woman, I don't think anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Who mm-hmm. you want to be with is who you want to be with. And whether your reasons are, you know, um, how can I say it, justifiable, or whether you have some faulty reasons for being with that individual, that's all on you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't really notice that. I will say that... Um, when I see a particularly attractive woman with um, an unattractive man, mm-hmm. I always be like, I always say, he got money. <laughs> he got money. Yeah. Uh-uh, he got money. That nigga must be sleeping with money under his mattress. He must be breaking her off. That is what I think. You know what? And, and, older, one... and older, ugly men and older men, I always think he is breaking her off. And that's wrong of me. Because some ugly men have swagger, and you know, and you know what I think is ugly, another woman could find beautiful. So exactly, you know. But I'm telling you what I'm. I'm being honest here. That's what I think. Mm. She's getting broke off. Whenever I see somebody like who's extremely attractive with somebody who's not attractive, the first thing that pops into my head is how the fuck did she get him? How did she, what did she do to get him? I have said it on several occasions where I've been like, oh, wait a minute. This bitch is going to get ready to get married to this dude, and I can't find nobody to marry me? That, and it's wrong. I shouldn't think that way. You know, but it's I mean, automatically the first thing that pops into my head. That's not me. I, I, I kind of just think, uh, I think, you know, people are people. You know, people are people. Sometimes it might be, you don't know where somebody's, history was like, you know, maybe they've been abused by nothing but handsome dudes, and they meet this one guy who treats treats her great, but he might not be the most handsome guy in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, they just happen to mesh and be the perfect fit for one another, so I just look at it like people are people, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, whether you be attractive or not, I mean, not try, not trying to have God all up on the, on, on the, on the sex station, but, you know, he, <laughs> he created us the way he wanted us to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we just need to just look at it, appreciate us for who we are. And I'm the type of person, I never go into something thinking to myself, I can't get her. I always look like look at it like, man, I know I can get her. Right. Man, it's, you know, it, it might take a little time, but I can get her. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, how can I say it? I'm not an approacher. Mm-hmm. 
myself, I don't look at men and say, oh, I can get him. Um, but I do have a confidence level that, you know, I just think that um, if Bush walked by, I think I could probably get President Bush. I mean, <laughs> exactly. That's just, you know, that's just my, you know, I don't think, you know, I don't think in the realm of I can't get him or he's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to think that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was involved with um, a doctor, and I actually stopped dating him because I felt like he was too good for me. But that was wow. years ago. Um, he treated me, He, you know, you ever come across a person who's like your dream person? Mm-hmm. Like everything you ever wanted, that person was it? He Shout was it for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, girl, if you don't leave Mr. Wise alone. Oh, I called, uh, someone called the popo because I'm I'm uh, <laughs> but, um, but he was a doctor, very successful, um, just perfect in every way. And I walked away from that relationship. Because wow. in my head, I thought I was not good enough for it. And, you know, the craziest thing is nine times out of ten, that person is thinking the same exact thing about themselves. They feel like they're not good enough for you. You know, it's crazy. I think he just thought he didn't know where I was coming from because I was like, when he was coming hard, well, not like so hard, but when he was doing all the things that a man is supposed to do, you know, like um, this is why and uh, um, he made it tough for a lot of men in my life. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why he made it tough, because he was a doctor. He was an emergency room doctor, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I knew his schedule for 30 days in advance. I knew when he was going to have his days off. And I knew that, you know, when he had his two days off, that I was always to be included in at least one of those days. Also, when I paged him, I got a call back within an hour. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't two minutes, it was an hour, depending on what he was doing. Mm-hmm. In between patients, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, and if I didn't pick up, I got a message. Hey, hey, I got your message. Um, I'm in between patients, but I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you, and I'll call you back when I get home. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so when guys was like, oh, I haven't called you in two days because uh, I was like, nigga, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go on with that bullshit. You don't know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, it only takes you a few seconds to pick up the phone, dial my number, and say, hey, I'm thinking about you, but I'm caught up right now, and I'll get back to you when I can. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Exactly. You didn't call me because you weren't thinking about me. And now that you're bored and your number one or your number two broad is uh, not fooling with you, you about to call me. Mm. You go on with that Woo! BS. What are you talking about? No, you go on with that BS because, see, the type of people I've dated, they've had careers and jobs, unlike you. Oh, snap. We got a caller, y'all. Who we got? What? I don't know. I can't believe it, but let's hold on. I don't know who it is. I clicked off on the thing. Hold on. Hold on, caller. Oh, my God. Unprofessional. I'm to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> what up? What up? you on the line. Well, this is hello. 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 Hold on. Who's that music in the background? What up? Oh, that's me. I'm trying to set the mood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what up? You on the line with Licious? Hello? Mm, hold on. We're having technical difficulties. Oh, they hung up. Uh, Sorry, caller. <laughs> but, I tried um, to get you in. No, you just, you know. Ooh, that's, what number? What was the area code? Uh, it was a 951 number. Oh, okay. Mm. Anybody know what that area code was? Yeah, it's out here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real? 
Oh, I hope it was. Oh, snap. We didn't send out no press junket, did we? <laughs> I'm sitting oh, nobody the recognized my voice. I, I, I mean, did. I mean, that's what I'm nervous about. Talking, like, is that out there? <laughs> Girl, I've been talking is all about who? Doc, Troy. <laughs> Let me look up the numbers. Don't <laughs> <laughs> like, be talking about me on the radio. They ain't going to call me no bitch. They ain't crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh-uh, y'all is too much. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I'm no, it's, you know, you just have a swagger. You just have a swagger about yourself, a confidence about yourself, and you just think that you can get anybody and that you're good enough for anybody. And you accept the good things that they have for you. Mm-hmm. Now, what I, I will say is that there is something about dark-haired women, I mean dark-haired men that I so enjoy. Now, I've dated a blonde or two in my life, mm-hmm. but there's nothing like brown hair. Brown hair? Mm-hmm. Brunette. Some more, I like, I, I, isn't something about a bald man that just drives me crazy in 14 different ways? A bald-headed man? bald B A L D. I don't like no. I don't like no bald. I I don't. Mm-mm. I like now, if bald. you're balding, I'll accept it because that's nature. <laughs> no, I just say balding, bitch. I mean, I like a fade. You know what I'm saying? Like white boys fade. He keeps his hair faded up. I think that's sexy. Solomon, his should be faded up, but his facial hair is pinpoint accurate. That is sexy. But if it's gonna, have, if you have hair, it has to be faded low. But I like bald. Now, can I talk to you about this facial hair thing? I like, uh, um, you know, for the purpose of, you know, going downtown, mm-hmm. you know, a beard, a goatee. Right. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's like some SOS pad loving. You know what I mean? Some SOS pad. So do you like it or you don't like it? She I do. Like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I've done things. I'm telling that's like you, a I've done extra, some little That's things. like an extra, that's like a, a natural sex toy. It, like, stimulates, you know, okay, more stimulation. I've, I've went as far as to, I wear my hair low consistently. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like when you first get it cut and your hair is kind of prickly and you let some of the prickles hit the clitoris area. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm telling you, you get some positive feedback that way. <laughs> Fellas, get your pins and pads out. Man. <laughs> Tongue everlasting is dropping pearls of yeah, knowledge. That's real. You get some wonderful feedback. I don't know what it is about that, but you get some good feedback from just the prickles of of a ball, a ball head. You can rub your head on that area. I'm telling you, when I'm down there, I'm doing me. I'm having fun. Uh, you know what? I'm enjoying myself. Right. <laughs> yeah, cuz we we talked about the fun thing. I I'm, I'm right. enjoying myself. Okay. Um let me ask you this question. Okay. Now, um I really, you know, I'm ignorant. <laughs> Stop so just saying forgive that. me for right now. No, I'm ignorant. There's nothing wrong with being ignorant. Ignorant just means that you it's not doesn't mean you're stupid even though I do fall in that category most of the you time. You do not fall in that category. But if but if I mean, no, for real. Ignorant just means that you have not been exposed or you don't know or you haven't yeah. read up on it. So no knowledge in not, that area. Yeah. yeah, no knowledge in that area. But people have told me, and I think I read somewhere, that um, the male G-spot is located in the... Oh, you read that in my article. exactly where it is. Yeah, and That's you know, you know, in that... It's yeah. the area in between the anal area and under 
beneath the, the nut sack area, the, the the testicle area. There's a mm. small gap right there. Is that what you're talking about? That no, that no, no, no. The G spot is located inside the anus, like in order. Oh yeah, for, I, I've heard that, but I, I've never experienced that, and really don't need. I don't see, even have no desire to. You see, you see how the fellas get. You see the fellas be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, yeah. no, it's true. Like a lot of men don't want the finger in the ass at all, and that's no. understandable. But in order to for me to get to the G spot, I have to put a finger in. Now, the little area that you're talking about, that's good to pay close attention to when you're giving head, ladies. Write that down. That little area he just described is very, very good. Pay attention. What is that again? It's an area right in. beneath the testicle. It's a little area in between uh-huh. the te- the bottom of the testicle area and the anal area. There's a little flat area right there that's extremely sensitive to men. Believe it or not, it's very sensitive to women, too. Mm-hmm. Very sensitive. It's almost like, uh, you know, uh, the kisses and licks behind the, the back of your kneecap. You know, it's just for some kind of, for some reason, those areas happen to be extremely sensitive, yet arousing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Write it down. Write it down. Mental note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, uh, I mean, I don't think you plan on eating coochie anytime soon. Who, me? You. She like, this is what I do. But. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, D, you will be totally, you have to come in the comment box sometimes because one of our writers, uh, Revenge, shout out mm-hmm. to Revenge, she is one of the sexiest women in the entire, you would love her. If you mm-hmm. saw her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, give her my number. She's <laughs> delicious, right? She's um, bisexual. Mm-hmm. She's constantly saying a little sexy shit to me and Q. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we ain't no punks, so we say sexy shit back to her. And I swear to God, as soon as it happens, all the fellas come in the box like, do, do I smell girl-on-girl action? What's going on here? It's just like off the chain. She's off the chain. You know, She's well, off the chain, too, though. Who? You want to hear something Man. crazy, though? What? Is, I mean, everybody's a little different. Mm-hmm. But me, I've I've had a lot of women that I've dealt with in the past that, uh, have been bisexual. Mm-hmm. I've even went as far as to hook women that I've been with up with another woman that mm-hmm. I've been with. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I I don't get into the woman on woman thing. I I just it does not it does nothing for me. Yeah, you know. I understand that because a man on a man, it does zero. And I do mean zero. Men on men. The only thing that oh, might uh, turn me on, that means and I really hate some me. people in this that I I know about, and these two men that I'm about to mention, they are not homosexual and they are not bisexual by any means. Mm-hmm. But I just have a personal grievance against one of them. Okay. And um, so it would be really, really, really turn on for me if I was to see a certain British half trini person oh and over taking it from the swagger man. Oh, Ooh. I would pay, I would pay uh, cash money to see that. That would, would that would probably turn me on. I would probably, but most, men and men, uh, men on men that usually doesn't do anything for me. I, I was like, what? Where am I? What am I? Yeah, I would probably most definitely take a second mortgage out on my house to see that go down. <laughs> Ooh, not me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bad. I mean, if you he do, said not him. <laughs> oh, he's real. You know, remember you like when I'm interviewing people and I'll ask them like, you know, about the male G spot. Like, is you know, would you let a woman do that or is she risking a black eye? <laughs> uh-huh. 
that whole conversation came from him. <laughs> All right, man, I do not. Uh, yeah. When I was mm. when I was with him uh, eons ago, I would read books because his sexual history is completely different than mine. And so when we were together, I felt like I need to I need to read some shit. I need to practice some shit. I need to do some things to try to keep up. So I was reading book, and I told him one day, you know, this book says, you know, male G spot. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I told him I'm risking a black eye. He was like, I would never hit you, but it would be hard to not hit you if you try to stick a finger anywhere near my asshole. Bad look. Dudes do not like that. Except there's a couple dudes that I've interviewed that do like it. Oh, no. Mm-mm. And admitted that they liked it. No. Uh-uh. I, I just uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Def- I definitely couldn't deal with that. Right? Yeah, most definitely couldn't mm-hmm. deal with that. <laughs> Not mean, at all. I think some people. I mean, I, you know, like I said, some males. They, I think they have like like jail phobia. Not that they ever been to jail or anything, but just something is like embedded in their minds about jail. Yeah. And even if you try, like if you rub your hands on their butt or something. They tense up. Even if you try, if they tense up, I mean, it's like locked down. It's like, oh, you're not getting up in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> it's like 901 at Macy's. <laughs> no, bitch, you is not buying them shoes tonight. We are closed. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just yep. like, they on some jail phobia stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's just like the forbidden area with a man. You know, I mean, there are, like you said, there are some men that like that, you know, yeah. uh, but I mean, it's, a, it's more of a higher percentage for a, of men that don't like that. That's you know, they don't want you to touch them in that area. But this is the thing that I this is this is my uh, beef with the whole situation. If you're begging me for anal sex all the time, and I'm telling you no, not that I would, but I'm saying a woman in general. If you say no, if I'm saying no, 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 if I'm saying no all the time, you know what I'm saying, and you like, but babe, you know what I'm saying. All you gotta do is relax your muscles. You know, you just got to relax and let me, you know, well, how come it's okay for for men to ask women to do it, but men, 98% of them are not even willing to try a finger? You know, it's just a masculine thing. I mean, it's just something we just clearly, it's the, you know, the unwritten law mm-hmm. of, of a man. You know, you just don't, there's no entering that area. Yeah. You know, where with a woman, I mean, we have external parts. You know, mm-hmm. and and naturally, when we have sex with a woman, hers is internal, and that's how we we're inserting. Well, another man doesn't like anything inserted into him. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we will pu- we will put up a fight tooth and nail to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like that. I just uh, you know, I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm you know, to each his own as far as you know whatever particular lifestyle you cho- you choose to live. But when it comes to, you know, men having sex with a man, that's absolutely a no-go with me. It's not even um, sexy. No, it's not. It's, yeah, there's nothing sexy about it. To me, there's nothing sexy about being hugged up with another man, you know, with his cologne smelling just like yours, you know. <laughs> there's nothing, you know, or a scruffy beard. I just don't, there's nothing <laughs> sexy about that. Uh, that is true. Yeah, I can, and I can see why women would be attracted to women. I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. Women are beautiful, you know, but when you look at a man, a man is rough, you know. It's nothing for a man to have a face full of scars and, you know, scruffy beard, and he's still accepted, you know. But if you get if you had that same, uh, you know, scarred up woman like that, that's almost like not not being accepted, you know. I um just took a look, not to change the subject, but I just took a look at Jane's new MySpace picture, 
and it's a picture of a woman's mouth with blood trickling down the side of it, which brings me to a quick question. How do you feel about the whole, you know, let me cut you and lick your blood situation? Uh, I don't get involved. That's uh, that's way beyond me. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I enjoy sex, but to me there's nothing sexy about cutting me and blood and anything else of that nature. Okay. Oh, I see it too. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a couple of chicks on our site. Revenge yeah, talks yeah. about knifing people up and uh, okay. Jane has Jane has mentioned wanting to take a knife to Q's breast. Oh, and we and we have talked about jelly rolls. You know, so oh, you know I say. Ask, please about, ask him. Please, please talk to him about that because I want to. I would like to eat some popcorn and sit back and watch this part of the show. Wait a minute, jelly rolls? Are you talking about like the the fat on people's sides? That kind of jelly roll? No, no. no. All right, what is jelly roll? Because uh, you know, you have me lost right now. Please talk to him. Okay, jelly roll is when a woman is on her cycle and you eat her out anyway. You know what? That's actually called, uh, they got another name for that, and it's called um, Red Wings. Mm. Okay. That's called Red Wings. Now, I'm about to put my business in the street again. (laughs) All right. You know, uh, sometimes women don't know when their cycle is about to happen, or sometimes a man can actually um, uh, cause induce that you know what i'm saying they, they could cause it to, to come prematurely mm-hmm. and uh i remember being in a situation <laughs> actually a few times my god i thought about this uh <laughs> you know being in that situation and thinking to myself wow this don't quite taste right you know <laughs> and, and just to realize you know i started like wow this is i can taste iron Oh, and, my and hurt. I say my guts hurt. When I looked, I was like, "Oh man!" This you know, I, naturally, I instantly stopped. Did she get the black eye? No, she didn't get. I mean, because I oh. looked at it like it, she didn't know. You know, I mean, I don't think I would have liked to hope that a woman wouldn't intensely, you know, uh, allow yes, you to go would. down on her, knowing yes. that she's on her cycle. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. Yes. Woo! Oh, okay. Let me let me explain this to you, because sometimes people have a life experience where they'll say to you, um, "Hey, I'm on my time of the month," mm-hmm. and they'll come across um, a few people who say, "And oh no," and then you know, that's thinking, and you thinking, okay, well maybe he's just you know talking, you know, mm-hmm. penetration. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they know they're doing things like they did before. Wow. And, like, no. they don't care. It's theirs, and they don't care. And whatever time of the month it is, they don't care. Wow. Now, this right here is new to me. Yeah. I'm that's... thinking to myself, you know, yeah, I, I it's just. It's not new to me. Because, Q, <laughs> if I could put, if you would allow me to put your business in the street. Mine? Like, I wrote about no, it. No, uh, okay. She, she wrote a whole article about it where it's like, she wants a man to do that to her. That turns her on. You know what? I'm gonna tell you because uh, I, you know, I speak. I, I, I'm I'm much more. I have a much better relationship with women than I do with men. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I know about women, or hear mainly from women, that when they're on their cycle, then 
they uh they happen to be more sexually uh, sexually aroused by di- different things. Yeah, because you know, the the hormones. Yeah, involved. it's just like everything is that more intense. So I would figure, yeah, maybe she would want you to go down there because it probably feels completely different than when you normally go down there. Right. You know. So, but man, uh, you know, I would have to think about the 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 the, the experience, the women that this happened with, and just hope that that wasn't the case. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God! Oh, so you're saying that that's a no go for you, like oh yeah, that's a, a no go for me. Like, you know what? Because cycle. that becomes, you know, once you start dealing with blood and stuff like that or plasma, that you uh, that's a whole other health issue to me. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, 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 that's when, that's when, sex isn't so much enjoyable. It could be, it could possibly be very unhealthy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. Well, they all still living, so I ain't tripping. Oh yeah, you know, well, that's, that's which is cool. <laughs> but one of the things that was when she posted the article, people kind of went noodles about it, and the comment box was just on fire about it. And there were some dudes who were like, you know, I will fuck you up if you ask me to do that. And then there were other dudes like, uh, Q, what's your address? I'll do it. You know, and wow. I mean, and whatnot. But one thing that was brought up that I thought was very, very poignant was how are these men? that you uh, asked to do that to you and they did it, how did they act towards you after the fact, like when you guys broke up? And she said okay. that all of them acted crazy. Because, wow. it's, it's a, you know, the whole soul tie thing, like the whole, uh, in Louisiana they say that if you put your blood from your cycle or from your body anywhere, but mostly from your cycle, if mm-hmm. you stick it in spaghetti, remember me and you talked yeah. about this before, and when you were like, oh, so-and-so cooked me something, do you want some? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recall. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. women have been known to put stuff in food because they say that when a man eats it, it, it makes it makes them connected to that woman forever. And wow. it'll cause them to act crazy. It's kind of like voodoo. Wow. So the men that I really allowed, thought it was my personality. She goes, I thought it was my beautiful personality. No, bitch. They got soul ties because she's got a wonderful personality, but they was acting crazy because of the, of the tie. Mm-mm. Wow. I, I, <laughs> Again, I, I didn't I, say, don't get me wrong. How can I say? It turns me on that a man is gonna do that mm-hmm. in spite of. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I'm not gonna try to explain it. It just does. It's just okay. a fact. Let me go. But let me ask I you this. I have never asked them to do it. They have always been like. They've always they been asked what they want to do. Okay, because I, I was going to go No, they didn't ask. ask. They just went to town. Okay, because I was going to hey, ask you. You guys are listening. Thank you. But go on. Okay, because I, I, I definitely was going to ask you, because if this is something that you would ask of this man, you know, because I, I know women that uh, or men that will go down on you like that and then still kiss you and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about thinking, thinking to myself, if you were on your cycle and you had this ask this man to go down on you, would you therefore be willing to kiss him thereafter? Did you kiss him, Q? I'm trying to. <laughs> We're keeping it real now. <laughs> I mean, she has been pushing. We keeping it real, so we keeping it real, right? <laughs> real goy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I can't I can't say no because I mean I don't remember ever say, no, don't kiss me afterwards. What I look like, you doing all that, then I'm going to say, don't kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby, uh, that's a no-go. Yeah. 
You know, it's mine. Yeah. Okay. But I had to think about that because I have never thought about it that way. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, the interview was scheduled to run 30 minutes, and we are now at an hour, almost two hours. <laughs> so we have we are about to get booted off the airwaves. <laughs> so I want to thank Dee for calling in and helping us with the test run, and thank you, Q, for calling in. Jane, thank you for calling in and supporting and you guys look forward to the Solomon Wise interview this Sunday. We'll hit you up with the time slot in a couple of days. Um, there will be lots and lots and lots of perving going on. Please believe it. Thank you for tuning in to the Listless Hour. Talk to you later. All right, guys. All right, then. Peace out. All right. I'll call you later, D. Okay. Bye. Q. D.